0: what's up everyone welcome to the facts or facts podcast it is thursday may 12th and today we are talking nil deals for college athletes and why i think they're actually a good thing so there's a lot of things that have been going on in the media in the last i don't know five to ten years about how college athletes should be getting paid for their services essentially. And on one side of the argument, you got guys like Doug Gottlieb that will continue to argue that a college education and the fact that they get their name and their brand out there is you know, incredibly important. They get their education, which sets them up for after high school or even after pro sports if they choose to go do that, if they get selected. And then on the other side of the aisle, you have about just about everybody else that's arguing, hey, these college athletes are making millions of dollars for these universities. They're making billions of dollars for the NCAA. Just take a look at what the playoffs have done in college football, and then take a look at what uh, March Madness brings in every year from a standpoint of dollars and cents. It just makes sense that they should be able to get some of that money, especially when they were making video games back in the day. I know a ton of people that like to play NCAA football or NCAA basketball. Um, I used to play NCAA football a lot um, when I was in college and at some point these athletes, I think, do deserve to get paid a little bit. Now, having said that, I don't think that it should turn into professional sports meaning I don't think universities should be allowed to give money directly to athletes. However, if the university or sports team from that university can facilitate money going to those athletes through deals of sponsorship, I personally think that's okay. Now, why do I think that's okay and do I think that's gonna offset the balance of power in in college athletics? First off, no. The rich are not going to all of a sudden get richer. The rich were always rich. That's just the way it is. Everybody still wants to go to Alabama or Georgia to play football or Clemson or Ohio State or Michigan or USC or wherever it is. They all still want to go to those schools to play football. They all still want to go to North Carolina or Duke or wherever it is to go play basketball, okay? That's just Kansas, Kentucky. Those things are not going to change. What is going to change... Okay, is a number one defensive back wanting to go play for Deion Sanders, okay, at a school that is not a power five conference, that's not even an FBS school. It's an FCS school. Because what's gonna happen now is kids are gonna be able to say, like, look, I can go play for a really good coach and a really good program and still get my brand out there because they're gonna be able to help me or I'm gonna be able to help myself find deals that make me money in the in the meantime. It's not going to offset the balance of power. You're still gonna see Alabama in the championship or USC. All it's gonna do is now allow an athlete per year. I wouldn't say that there's gonna be a rush of athletes going to different schools You know, all of a sudden. All it's going to do is it's going to allow an athlete every once in a while, like this DB from up in uh, New Jersey or New York, to basically make the decision like, hey, I don't want to go play for one of those universities. I want to go play for this university or this coach. And I don't have to worry about the money because guess what? That coach will help me get recruited into the NFL and I'll be able to make some money in the meantime through NIL deals. There's a couple of girls at Fresno State that are now transferring from Fresno State that were the first ones to sign NIL deals. There are a couple of twins that were famous on TikTok or something. And they signed a huge boost like team uh boost mobile contract or something like that. And they were the first ones to do it. And they made a ton of money doing that. Now, are they gonna go are they good enough to go play at Stanford or are they good enough to go play for, you know? one of the big, like Baylor, or one of the big women's programs in the country? I don't think so. But what that's allowing them to do is, hey, look, they have some followers on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, they can make some money doing that while they're getting a college education, while they're playing basketball in college. And I think that's the other thing is, why is it that all these other students, you know, they're former high school athletes that never made it as a college athlete, why are they allowed to go and run camps or, you know, uh, do uh, do sports camps or do one-on-one training or sell their brand, as it were, to parents that they're all of a sudden these great coaches when the actual athletes themselves weren't allowed to do that? They weren't allowed to, you know, use their quote-unquote brand to make them more money on outside of school, off-campus premises. And I understand that a lot of these college athletes are getting money under the table, and they are, because, look, if you live off campus and you're one of these D1 athletes, you're getting paid a monthly stipend to help you pay for bills and stuff. That's how they, like, pay you for housing. And I can tell you right now that they're making money off of that if they're smart. They're getting, first off, they're getting all the shoes and all the gear that they need or want, okay, they're getting state-of-the-art facilities, they're getting paid for living off campus, and they can put some of that money away. Now, I understand it's not the hundreds of thousands of dollars that they might bring into that school or millions of dollars, depending on how big their brand is, but they are getting paid something, and they're also getting a college education, which nowadays, depending on where you go, is worth $200,000 or $150,000. So it's not like they're not making anything in the four years that they're there. But I will say that I'm happy that they're allowed to get paid now for their brand, regardless of how much they're getting paid. You know, I understand that like USC might have an advantage, quote unquote, over maybe Alabama now, because USC obviously is in Hollywood. Uh, They might be able to bring in some bigger names to do sponsorships. But the reality is it's like, I don't see USC's football team all of a sudden becoming like greater than every other college football team for the next 20 years just because of these NIL deals. That's just not going to happen because guess what? Texas football, Oklahoma football, uh, Alabama, Georgia, Auburn, all these schools have really big names that are alumni of those schools that can help these kids get big deals, And they're going to continue to dominate in the athletic realm. Ohio State, for crying out loud, are you kidding me? The NIL deals that are going to come out of there are going to be insane. It's not going to change Ohio State football, you know? All of a sudden, they're not going to get more recruits or fewer recruits, right? Because an NIL deal that you might get through Ohio State, you'll probably get something similar at USC or Bama or Clemson or wherever. That's just the reality of the situation. Now, it's going to be harder for smaller schools to have those same things. I will say that. I think it's going to be harder. But it was always a harder sell for those smaller schools to get those athletes. Right? You're still going to have people transferring from one school to another. You're st- When coaches come and go or when they're not getting playing time. Look at Joe Burrow for crying out loud. He was a transfer kid. And then he was the number one pick. And now he's Joe Burrow. You know, Super Bowl Uh, quarterback, you know, got the Cincinnati Bengals to turn everything around. But he was somebody who was in the transfer portal, for crying out loud. And if a guy that's that prestigious was in the transfer portal, and I understand he wasn't getting playing time where he was, which is why he transferred in the first place. So I think the NIL deal thing is fine. I think that the NCAA is not going to be able to govern this because they're a bunch of jokes that are walking around they think they're bigger than they are the reality is is that the NCAA has been a joke for a long long time everybody laughs at them because they're super corrupt they are incredibly incompetent they have no control over anything that they're doing within the college realm and everybody knows this and the people that don't know this are people that are grasping at like hope they're they're basically trying to reach the stars like it's impossible they just don't know what they're doing People that think that the NCAA have an idea of what they're doing, they just don't. I hate to break it to you, but if you've been paying attention at all, you know that they have no idea what they're doing. Uh, so as far as the NIL deals go, you guys let me know your thoughts. Do you think it's gonna be a changing of the guard in college athletics? Because I just don't see it happening, all right? I. There's no way you're going to see that many changes with college athletes all of a sudden because they can get NIL deals. Because if you can get an NIL deal at Bama, you're going to be able to get one at 100 other schools. If you can get one at an FCS school or something, you're going to be able to get one at 100 other schools. So all it's doing now is it's allowing athletes to make a little bit more money while they're in college, which I think is a good thing. I think it would be also a good thing if if someone trained them on how to save money and spend their money and invest their money into their future and what to do with that. They're going to be inching closer and closer to becoming professional athletes. And for some of them, they basically are with some of these schools and how big they are. Think about SEC football, you know, like how big that is. They're practically professional athletes walking around. Anyways, that's it for me, guys. You guys let me know what your thoughts are on NIL deals. Do you think they're bad for the game? Do you think they're good for the game? Uh, Do you think they don't really do anything for the game other than allow athletes to make a little bit of money? And I'll catch you guys in the next one.